If you are or recently have been in a relationship with a narcissist, chances are you understand very well what codependency is. But I'm going into a little more detail here in part two of my codependency series. I'm explaining today exactly what you need to do to start to break the codependency cycle and how are you going to escape the codependency trap. That's what we're talking about today at queenbeing.com. Let's get started. My name is Angie Atkinson and on this channel I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse in toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. Sound good? If so, hit that subscribe button and let's get going. All right, so before we get into it, I just want to remind you if you haven't yet seen yesterday's video, it's the first part of this series. You can check it out right here. After you check that out, come right back here and watch the rest of this video because this video is the second half of that video. Here we go. You have to recognize that if this relationship is unhealthy for you, it's going to feel very scary to walk away from it. Fear doesn't leave you without a little work. If it does, it might morph into something else anger, codependency, a lot of other things. But here's the thing, you have to acknowledge it and you have to overcome it. You have to understand it. Why are you afraid? What are you scared of? Be really honest with yourself here. This is your life. You don't get a do-over, you get one, as far as we know. There might be a lot of different reasons that you're sabotaging your own needs in these relationships, but the longer you stick in a toxic relationship and the longer it takes you to get through this and move forward into a healthier space where you actually take care of yourself, the more of your life you're wasting. There could be a lot of reasons. Maybe you grew up in a dysfunctional home. Maybe you were bullied in school. Maybe something terrible happened to you and you just don't think you deserve any better. But I'm here to tell you, my friend, you do deserve better. You deserve to be loved and respected. You deserve to feel safe in your home and not scared when you hear the tires in the driveway or when you hear the key in the door. Oh no, it's stress time because this person's back to stress me out. No, it doesn't have to be like that. It really doesn't. Researchers tell us that the codependency symptoms continue to get worse the longer you leave them untreated. But the good news is you can treat them. They can be taken care of. You can be helped if you start now. They can be helped if you start now. Start doing something to change your life right now and it will get a little bit better every single day. Leaving a relationship is scary because you're scared that you'll be alone maybe forever. Staying in an unhealthy relationship or and thinking that you're just gonna protect yourself, that's gonna mess with your head after a while. Sure, you can do it. You can gray rock all day long and it works. But eventually, you're going to actually stop feeling those emotions that you spend all this time hiding. And why do you hide the emotions? You hide them because you're afraid as soon as you let them out, the narcissist will attack you and or use them against you. You might be one of those people who the only thing you know is pain, conflict, and stress might actually feel comfortable to you. And I know that sounds like crap, but I'm telling you, think about it really hard. If you left for a while and you came back and you got into one of the same arguments you've always been in, wouldn't it feel kind of normal? Doesn't stress and conflict feel a little bit normal to you sometimes? Dealing with this behavior on a regular basis, someone who's not available to you emotionally or only is available when they feel like being available, someone who's always distant or only interested in you at certain times for certain reasons, usually when they want something from you, someone who is just blatantly disrespectful to you. Is that really comfortable? You can't imagine maybe what it would feel like to be with someone who just wants to be with you for you. Someone who, when you say, how do you feel about me? They say, I love you because you are a smart person. You are amazing. You are good looking. You are this and this and this. Now, what, what does a narcissist say when you say, why do you love me? They say things like, I love you because you rub my back. I love you because you take care of the house. I love you because you make a lot of money. I love you because you do this, 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 and this for me. And you say, yeah, but what about me? What do you love about me? 
Well, I already told you. I love that you do these things for me. There's the difference. I'm gonna share with you five signs that you might actually be a codependent person without even realizing it. Number one, people pleaser. Are you one? Are you a people pleaser? I know that I am a recovering people pleaser. I still wanna make people happy, don't get me wrong, but now I don't do it at the expense of my own happiness. There's the difference. So a people pleaser, you're gonna go above and beyond to make people happy. You probably are going to avoid conflict as often as possible. And once you notice that your partner will attack you for having anything negative to say to or about them, you're probably going to avoid confrontation at all costs with that person, even over important issues, because you think they'll reject you or you'll hurt them and it'll cause more drama and trouble in your life. And because you're worrying more about how they feel than how you feel. Number two, it's the red flag thing. You ignore them. You don't see them or you see them and you go like this. I don't see that. So if you're ignoring dishonesty, if you're ignoring cheating, if you're ignoring excessive possessiveness, if you're ignoring control factors, if you're ignoring really disrespectful jealousy tendencies that are probably projections, all of these kinds of red flags, you are in a spot that is bad you are ignoring red flags and that is not healthy for you. You've got to pay attention to those flags. Number three, are you giving too much in your relationship? Are you giving more than you're getting back in your relationship? I mean, listen, even healthy relationships sometimes are 90, 10, 60, 40, 30, 70, depending on what's going on in each everybody's life. But in general, on average, you're giving about the same amount overall. But in an unhealthy relationship like one with a narcissist, not only are you going to give more than you should, you might ignore your own self-care, you definitely ignore your own self-esteem needs, your own self-love, you either hate yourself or you just forget that you're supposed to love yourself because you're so busy taking care of their needs, and you might even feel like it's selfish to take care of yourself. Number four, your boundaries, they're not serious or at least they don't seem serious to you. The narcissist spends so much time stepping up on our boundaries and pretty soon they dance around the line and pretty soon they step right over the line. And then you're left to go, do I take action or do I keep on going? You might have certain standards in your life and have trouble saying no to their weird requests or their disrespectful requests or the things that they want that you aren't comfortable giving. But you might say yes anyway just to make them happy and hope that maybe they'll like you more or they'll treat you better if you tolerate their crap excuse me, if you put up with what they want from you, but that never works. And so you keep giving and giving and giving, you allow them to step over your boundaries or your boundaries disappear completely and you just become their tool, their plaything to use at will as they want. You're better than that, my friend. Number five, you stay in a relationship with someone who abuses you, someone who's distant, someone who does not support you emotionally ever, even in the worst possible times. Someone who, even though you know deep down inside, won't ever meet your emotional needs, you stay because you say you love them, because you say you're scared about the kids, because you say you don't have any money, you can't do anything. And listen, I get it. These are reasonable things, most of them. But the fact of the matter is, at some point, you have to decide, is it really worth the rest of my life? Do I really deserve to waste any more of my time in a relationship where I am not appreciated? I am not treated with equal respect, love, anything like that? I am treated like an object on the bottom of somebody's shoe? No, you don't deserve that. You deserve so much better. I want you to know. So now I'm gonna tell you a few things you can do to start taking back your life, taking back yourself in these unhealthy relationships. Number one, stop being afraid of rejection in this relationship or possible future relationships. You deserve to be loved. You deserve to be cherished and adored and appreciated. Here is your opportunity to potentially find that 
But I'm here to tell you, my friend, until you love, adore, cherish yourself, no one else will do it for you. I promise. Because you don't value yourself anymore, other people like narcissists, they're predators. They see that, they sense it, and they just suck you dry. You don't deserve that. Number two, remind yourself every single day that it's okay to accept help from people who offer it to you to get out of this relationship or even to just get healthier in the process of dealing with the recovery from this relationship. Accepting help is really a sign of strength, not weakness. You could look at counseling, you could look at online groups like SPAN, like my morning chat group here on YouTube. You could look at a local support group, a local therapist. A lot of insurance companies pay for your therapy. And if you find a therapist who understands narcissistic abuse, they can be incredibly helpful in your recovery. I also do coaching. You can learn more about that at NarcissisticAbuseRecovery.online. That is not covered by insurance, but it is something that a lot of my clients tell me is incredibly helpful for their recovery. Next, you need to start to notice how you talk about yourself. Notice your self-talk. If you are judging yourself, stop it. If you're judging yourself in a harsh light, it's probably not even your own voice telling you that stuff. It's probably echoes of other people, whether it's the narcissist, your parents, other people in your past, lots of people's voices inside your head. And I don't mean actual voices, I mean opinions that you yourself may have formed over the course of the years based on opinions that have been shoved down your throat for so long. It's time for you to start releasing those and start focusing on the good things about yourself, the things you're grateful for, the things you love about yourself and your life. And even if you're still stuck with a narcissist, you can still find some things about yourself and your life that you're grateful for, even if they're the smallest, simplest things to start with. The more you focus on gratitude, the more reasons to be grateful you're gonna bring into your life. You must be kind and compassionate to yourself. You've got to change the way you see yourself. You've got to change your beliefs and, the, and, and eliminate the self-defeating thoughts about what you're worth, because you're worth a lot more than you're giving yourself credit for, my friend. You don't have to prove to anyone that you're worthy, you only have to prove it to yourself. And the only thing you need to be worthy is to be breathing. If you're alive right now, if you're watching this video right now, you're worthy. All you have to do is own that and accept that you are worthy. And finally, I want you to start to visualize yourself in a healthy relationship that serves your needs. Can you imagine? What would it be like in a relationship where you were treated with as much love and respect as you treated the other person? Where the other person was happy to see you every time they saw you? If your current relationship has become very destructive in your life, to your life, to yourself, I want you to look at the ways that you're allowing it to sabotage you, and I want you to look at ways that you can stop that from happening. I know that sounds easier said than done, but start small. Start small. Stop for example, when you're in an argument with a narcissist and the narcissist says something mean to you like, you have a big stupid nose. I use that because a lot of people don't actually hear that one. But if the narcissist tells you, hey, you have a big stupid nose, don't agree with them. You can either say nothing or you can go, oh, that's very interesting that you say that. Or you can simply say, hey, I have a really freaking cute nose, okay? Stand up for yourself or at least don't agree with the disrespect. Now it's time for the question of the day. And the question of the day is, have you been here? Have you done this? Have you been in a codependent trap? And what did you do to get out of it? What are you dealing with right now? Share your thoughts and your ideas and your experiences in the comment section below. It might help another survivor not feel so alone. Let's talk about it. That's all I've got for you right now. Thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life. And hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. I'll see you soon. It's my mission to teach others what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. Take care of your body. Take care of your soul. Nurture the real you and introduce him or her to the world.
Be comfortable in your own skin and in your place in this world. Take your spot, take it now, and the universe will take its cue from you. You feel me? If so, subscribe to my channel. Let's get it done together.